Welcome everybody to Out of My Mind, a show where we get candid about everything and anything that's on the listeners or my mind. From the thoughts that live brain free in our heads, social media, or just about life in general. I'm your host, Alif D, aka Lafidor, and you, listeners as co-hosts. You can watch full episodes on YouTube at Lafidor every Wednesday and Saturday. Follow me on Instagram at the official Fidor. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can join in on the conversations if you have any topic recommendations questions or stories you wish to discuss on the show you can either email me at lfdmediapodcast at gmail.com or leave it in the comments on this youtube video let's get into it welcome welcome listeners and welcome viewers to episode 10 of out of my mind Woo! Welcome everybody. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about seven things you must do before this year ends. And I thought this was the perfect time to put this out because the year ends in six days or five days from now. Tomorrow's Christmas and I feel as if this is the perfect time to take out your journal. If you don't have one, get one and just write down everything you want, um, your goals and things that we can just talk about. From these seven things, I haven't read them, so I don't know what they look like. Um, from awareness underscore of underscore success. If you guys have any input that you guys want to add or any topics you guys want to talk about, remember to leave it at lfdmediapodcast at gmail.com. So let's get into it. The first one is don't beg anyone to stay. The right people know, know, know your worth. Whoa, I think this one speaks on different levels, not just people, on whatever is for you will come to you and whatever your heart desires, you mustn't um, put bad energy, just like almost planting a seed, you know, you put down your seed, you water it every day and it will grow. You don't always have to keep digging it up and plant it over and over and over. How that analogy makes sense, but... You know, anything and everything you want and what's good for you and what is meant for you will come to you and you don't have to put pressure on it, you know. Things, you might end up with obstacles by pressuring things that are not for you and delaying what is actually for you, if that makes sense. And I think that also goes for people or career or anything, any part of your life, I feel that applies um it's easier said than done i think in the past month i've really learned to appreciate um that art of just put it up write it down and let it go it is growing it takes time and don't force yourself because if you put all that negative energy and you keep saying why is this why is this not working out for me or whatever it is you know you're just gonna put in um negativity and i feel as if negativity will impact badly you're concentrating on the wrong thing and whatever you're concentrating on will end up coming forth to you so just be chilled know that i think finding peace in mind knowing that what's yours is going to come to you what you want is going to come to you so just let it go and be calm and i think we can truly learn this year or even next year but just write it down i feel as if writing down is a person perfect thing like sometimes I'm not able to let out my emotions I find out I find writing them down and putting them in a diary just really helps me organize myself 
and in previous e- previous episodes i said that even like doing tick lists what is it called to-do list yeah i find writing it down makes it better than keeping it in my mind that just has so many ideas that float in and out so just writing down what you want making a mood board keeping it personal to yourself you and that mood board or you and that notes that you take and just you and it you look at it you put it back and just know that whatever you want is coming to you so yeah don't force anything number two let go of thinking Thinking someone's going to rescue you. Let go of thinking someone's going to rescue you. Ooh. What could that mean? I feel as if, you know, waiting, especially as um, a girl or anyone, I don't know. You can take it the way you want, but needing to be rescued, I feel like. Waiting for that prince or princess charming, you know. Um yeah, that I think we really do need to rescue that. I think we need to take our working boots and get what we want and go for it. You know, stop waiting for somebody to do that. And something my parents always complain is that we need what we want. We have to go out and get. <laughs> we have to go out and get it, and not wait for somebody to come and give it to you. So if you want something, baby girl, baby boy, go out and get it because. No one's going to come and rescue you and take you out of that situation, which is so, you know, what we've seen almost all our lives. And we've been almost spoon fed that somebody's going to come or we deserve that. Like we deserve it. So we should wait for that to come to us. You know, you want something, but you still have to, at the end of the day, put in that work. And that is something that I'm still learning that. I always tend to, if I don't see results quickly, I tend to let go of that thing. And then I'm like, but I'm this, but I'm that. I should have gotten this. I should, I deserve this. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's not how it works. You need to go out and put in your work and not wait for somebody else to do that for you. And yeah, I feel as if that's something I need to start working on if I want something going full force, even if it's not perfect, if it's even if it's not a secure plan, but I want that thing. You and me both, we need to stand up and get get what we want and not wait for somebody to hand it to us because if we don't put our best foot forward, we're not gonna find those opportunities because no one's gonna find you out of nowhere unless you put your foot out there, your head out there. So, yeah, I think that is something we actually do need to start doing this new coming year. Point three, be with people you don't need to impress and who genuinely like you for you. Be with people you don't need to impress and who genuinely like you for you. That's very deep because that speaks to me very deeply in a way. I always find I always want to make people around me comfortable and sometimes that takes away my comfortability which is so counteractive right like why am I putting so much effort like I have friends especially from high school where I'm genuinely myself and it is so fun and I think that's the type of energy you need to be around not around people that you have to put in extra work i feel if 
different circumstances but someone you see yourself spending your life with friendship wise relationship wise you want to be yourself and i feel as if when you're yourself and that person like sees you for you i think you created something beautiful so be with people you don't need to impress i think you that is something we really need to do so basically we need to start sieving out the people in our lives. I think we have to normalize cutting out people, which is so hard, but we have to for our well-being, especially this new coming year. I think we need to really, truly do our inner self-care. That's my goal for next year. And a goal that I hope everybody's taking into consideration is fixing your inner selves not fixing because it's not broken but it's taking care of maintaining self-loving um you know growing watering and planting you know i think that's something we need to do and if you have so many distractions around you that you don't need i feel as if that can take away from growing you you know i remember having a friend where i always wanted to it I became somebody else and that was really hard. Being somebody else is super hard until I found my friends where I could be truly myself with and it was so fun and it made every day that I was going to school, every day that I was hanging out with them, every day just so much more natural. It feels natural. You don't have to put in any effort. But yeah. I think that's what point three was talking about. Point four, volunteer your time to a cause. Yes, that is something we don't do enough of. And I think I remember I wanted this year to actually go help out at an ONG that my mom has. But, you know, due to the circumstances that happened, you know, I couldn't really go out there. But even small things that you do, like donating um you know going through your clothes finding things that you don't wear anymore giving them away and just you know maybe going to local churches and seeing if they have anything that they're doing i think small things like that even if it's not going out like paying some giving away money or seeing somebody that's on the streets giving a food a piece of meal something warm especially during these times um, where Christmas is all family and all of that, many people don't have that. So even the people closest to you, <laughs> that the, I'm not saying volunteer for your um, like friends and stuff, but just checking in on people that you wouldn't think need those things, right? And just give up, give up your time, give your time, because I think that's the most rewarding thing that you can do and don't do it out of a purpose to oh yeah I did that but do it out of your heart genuinely find that pool that actually you want to support and you want to give through I think that is something I want to start looking into and ways that I can give my time to do something that's not selfish that's not for me but to give to the people around me and people that are in need and need a hand, basically. I think that could be said for many of us. But, you know, anything that touches you personally, any cause that you find you really believe in, I think that's 
that's perfect and you should go forward with that if that's what your heart calls for. Number five, let go of bad people and poisonous relationships. Easier said than done, right? Like, what is that? That is super hard. I'm a person that I have to trial and error before I get into my head that, you know, this person's bad. But it's a crazy thing that once that person I found has hurt me, I don't want to associate myself with. I started slowly pulling back. So, yeah, let go of bad people and poisonous. I think now we need to start training ourselves to start um, seeing the red flags in people that are not good for us because how do you know that person's not good for you you need to start picking out the things that are giving off those signs so when you first learn how to identify those type of people and those type of um, relationships before we can take ourselves out of it so start training yourself slowly but surely i think first knowing yourself and seeing if that person's contradicting your being. They're contradicting negatively, right? How you're feeling, how how you're going about your life, how you're living your life. And if that's just contradicting, I think we need to start slowly pulling away from them. But obviously, I cannot be sitting here and telling you guys, yeah, just do it, because it's not easy. But I think... The most important step before saving them out is baby we need to find out who are the bad people and knowing that you need to know the signs so even myself i still need to do my homework on that part number six um use those leftover vacation days you work hard for those benefits and deserve to use them who yes i guess this could be said in, if they give you a vacation, baby, take the vacation, okay? You deserve it. You need to take some time out before you start. I used to literally stay home all the time. When they'll be like, oh yeah, it's time for vacation. I used to extend it. I don't know. I really didn't feel like going to school. Once they gave me a holiday, I wanted to stay in that holiday. But once you come back, you feel rejuvenated. I'm a person that knows um, when I need to take time out before going ahead. And I hope that I can still keep that trait in myself where I know this is my time to relax. Because if one decides to just go full on, full your work, 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 yes, you're going to reap the benefits from that. But how are you going to reap the benefits when you're tired, right? How are you going to enjoy the fruits of your labor if you're exhausted? Which some people cannot afford to take those days. But if you have those days given to you, please do take them and just recharge yourself. Get ready because I'm promising you once you take those days that you are given, you will come back 100 times stronger for the tasks ahead of you so take some time off um anybody no matter from work from um school from life whatever it is that you need to take a break on take a break 
breathe, do a skincare routine. Or if you don't even want to do a skincare routine, sit down, read a book, watch Netflix, go on TikTok, do whatever is junk. I call it like junk contents, like going on TikTok, watching Netflix shows, like not, not all Netflix shows, okay? Those ones that people are like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. For me, that's Riverdale. Like people are like, oh my gosh, like who watches that? I'm like, I watch that and I call it like junk TV because it's those things that don't benefit you, but they're so interesting. So do anything that you wouldn't do normally and just get that rest because you deserve it, right? Number seven, organize the photos on your phone. Baby, my phone has literally cut me out on all my social media saying that I don't have enough space. And I don't know why I did this, but all of a sudden, right, my iCloud photos just ended up on my phone. Now everything's so unorganized and it's so disgusting on my phone, actually, because I have photos, I have screenshots, I have thumbnails. I have everything on my phone. It's literally a mini computer, which sucks. But how do you guys organize your phones? Do you guys have files and stuff? Do you guys have like certain um, albums and all of that? I don't know. It's really tiring. But I hope if I have at least an hour, but I'm probably going to need like five hours to organize these photos. How many photos do I actually have on my phone? I think I have 22,000 photos and 7,000 videos. I would like to justify myself right quick. Um, I like taking photos and I like taking videos and I forget to delete them because I'm just like, maybe one day I might need that photo. Like, I can't delete it because what if I need it one day? And that's really, I think I'm hoarding my photos. Yeah, that's a bad thing. I shouldn't do that. But anyway, we need to organize our phone. And I know you're listening right now and your phone is messy too. I'm not I'm not exposing myself here for nothing. You too, I know you have a bunch of photos that you need to organize that you're keeping on your phone that you don't need. So you should probably go fix that, okay? You should probably do that. Yeah. That is the end. Seven things that we must start doing before this year ends. Thank you for joining me on today's episode where we spoke about seven things you must do before this year ends. That being said, if you wish to co-host, send in your questions, stories, or thoughts at lftmediapodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at lafidedor. Don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast. Five stars if you enjoyed it. Five stars if you didn't enjoy it. Five stars if you're still listening right now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.